You're listening to Radiant Womanhood, the podcast for multi-passionate women who are ready to shake off their limitations, dream big, and live fully. I'm Tabitha Blue, a wife, mom of six, author, life coach, and entrepreneur, and I know firsthand the challenges women can experience when it comes to balancing life's demands, staying true to yourself, and navigating the many curveballs life can throw. And guess what? I'm obsessed with helping you navigate all the crazy seasons of this thing called life with confidence and grace. Join me each week as I delve into topics from habit making to goal setting, career balancing to relationship nurturing, and everything in between, helping you get out of your own way and embody the radiance within. So grab your headphones, shut out the distractions, and get ready to shine. Let's dive in. Have you ever felt stuck? And not just in the sense of, I'm not sure what's next, but more a feeling of almost like this paralyzation. I don't know what the next step is, and I can't even move to find it. Today, we're tackling a topic that I think is all too familiar and touches us all at some point. It's that feeling of being stuck in life. And all right, get ready, guys, because we're about to break free from that inertia. So if it sounds like you, you're going to want to listen to this episode. I'll be revealing what's really keeping you stuck and my own experiences of battling this. I'm sharing with you how you can harness this feeling, turn it on its head, and start moving forward once again. So let's get into it. When it comes to feeling stuck, I feel like there's one big denominator that underpins this feeling. I'm going to reveal what that is in just a minute, but it's a word that we don't really like to use. It's kind of like one of those we don't talk about Bruno type situations. I feel like it's easier to talk about obstacles or hacks or planning, just about anything else, because those are things that we can work on from the outside, where this word, it's working on something inside of us. But there is something that we can do to get moving again. We can take that forward motion so we can figure out what that next step even is and learn to walk in purpose. So I'm going to share some simple measures to take when we feel this paralyzation, this stuckness, if you will. But before I reveal what that word is, I'm going to share a quick story because I feel like sometimes giving an example in my own life can help you realize, yeah, this is something I'm facing too. I was sitting across the table from a friend of mine in this really cute, popular touristy brunch spot. And it was for a good reason too. It never failed to give us an incredible meal and experience. The walls are modern and kitschy. It was one of those places that you just wanted to be in there. The pancakes were drool worthy. They have this Bloody Mary bar that was always an experience in itself. I mean, I just went for like the salad bar side of it. It was pretty incredible. But this time sitting at the table, I cried. And if you do know me, tears are, they're a normal thing in my life. (laughs) I'm in touch with my emotions and that is absolutely okay. But I'm not talking about watery eyes, tearing up, talking about something my kids were doing or anything like this. I am talking about, I had to move my cappuccino out of the way so that it wasn't catching the salty splash of my tears (laughs) rolling down my face. I'm pretty sure nearby table guests were taking notice. They were trying not to stare, wondering what was going on. My friend across the table reached out to grab my hands. It was a moment where I felt paralyzed, and I didn't know how to move forward and find my way out of it. Sometimes those feelings are hard to grasp, and they're also hard to explain. So as a backstory to this one at the table that I'm talking about, recently to this, we had lost a dear friend. We had lost my brother and my mother-in-law within a span of two months. So in the year following that, 
it was one of the hardest years for me health-wise. A lot of symptoms were showing up, but no real sickness. Fatigue just felt like a wet blanket that never dried. And so as I sat in the middle of this restaurant and let all of that out through tears to my friend across the table, she simply asked the question, so what are we going to do? And while I didn't have all the answers, I realized what was stopping me from taking any step at all. I felt paralyzed and wasn't moving in any direction. I wasn't forward. I wasn't doing anything. And it came down to that word that we don't like to use. We don't necessarily like to deal with. It's easier to pretend that it doesn't affect us than face it head on. And that is fear. When it really got down to it, it wasn't obstacles that were stopping me from taking the next steps in my health. It wasn't finances or time or even uncertainty of where to start because really, if you truly look at it, we will find the time and we will find the finances for what is truly important to us in life. I only had to ask some friends or some Google searches to begin the path forward of knowing where to start. But what was really stopping me from taking any action at all was fear. I didn't really want to know what was wrong because what if it was too big? What if it caused changes that I wasn't ready to face? Or what if it meant making changes that I wasn't ready to make? The latter, to be honest, the most humbling and vulnerable, (laughs) but it was the most real out of all of them. And that was paralyzing me. So if there's something in your life right now that feels paralyzing, take a good hard look at what is really stopping you and find out beneath it all, what is that fear? Because then you can begin to take a step forward. I remember this so well. My son whispering to me, I'm scared. I don't know how. His whispers came through as he leaned back on my chest. He'd been playing. The lingering scent of sweat and dirt was still in his hair. The soft, wispy locks from his still baby years. Well, he was a baby to me at the time. Anyway, I know, I whispered back. You want to know what else I know? We can do hard things. My arms were around him in an envelope, and I knew this moment was something to pay attention to. For our family, it was a big day. It was a a day of first for all of us. We drove a UTV, which is basically an ATV that was large enough to hold our clan. Six kids, it's sometimes hard to find something that can hold all of us. But through the bumpy trails of the mountainside, we rode horses over similar mountainside trails. So it was a big day doing all of these things, riding new things. We spend a day under the sun taking in the sights, the fresh air, the random horse stops for a restroom break, (laughs) but it was incredible. And as I thought about it, my little son's fear and insecurity of riding such a large animal for the first time, hearing him whisper that to me, I realized that I contend, I mean, really all of us contend to walk through life a lot in the same way. You think about it. I mean, apply a bold lipstick for me. Yeah, I've got this, but I mean, I will say even the first time that kind of intimidated me. It might sound funny, but it's true. Change a diaper. Y'all, for me, I can do that almost one-handed or pretty much with my eyes closed. I will say that because I've done it in the dark. Absolutely. (laughs) But even with this, the first time scared me. Write a sentence or two. Okay, I can do that. Cook a meal. I can throw something together. I've been doing it for a long time now. But give me something new, different, a big opportunity. Those whispers come back. I'm scared. I don't know how. So for a long time, I let those words be my red flag, my stop sign. A lot of times we look at that fear as that way, a stop sign. It was a halt in our life and a halt in embracing new things. It's a fear. It doesn't need to be a stop sign. But for us, a lot of times that's the way we look at it. The feelings of fear rise up. 
and all of a sudden we're paralyzed. Even this podcast, take this for example. This is our first episode, y'all. It has been a dream of mine, but the fear. What if no one wants to listen? What if no one downloads or even reads the notes that we worked so hard to put together? But I had to let the dream rise higher than the doubt. As the calendar ticks down and the days of the year are numbered, I know we all feel that we're just beginning a new year. It's so natural to take stock of life, to take stock of where we're at and where we want to go and what we want to do. We look over the goals from the past, and a lot of times we can feel defeated by time. Maybe I was supposed to do this thing or I was supposed to do that thing. A lot of times that means we shrug and move those goals to the next year's list. Instead of taking a look at what was it that stopped us from moving forward in that goal. A lot of times it comes down to that same little four-letter word, fear. I remember when a studio for my business was just a dream until it wasn't. (laughs) We found a place, a space I liked. We toured it, worked out all the details, and then came for me the words, I'm scared. I don't know how. My husband looked at me and said, what's the worst that could happen? If it doesn't work, we don't renew the lease. Maybe we move in. The last one was a bit of a laugh until it wasn't. The lease was signed. We began the remodel. And then on our end, this was a years ago, when a home purchase fell through, we actually did move in for a little bit. A family of six at the time in a loft with a back room converted to a bedroom. But guess what? It was amazing. We grew closer. We enjoyed living downtown for a season. And while we were there, we found our new home that launched our house to home series. The lesson in all that, things don't always turn out just how we'd expect them to be, but that doesn't always mean that they turn out bad. Sometimes the unexpected ends up being the biggest blessing. And even when it's not, I've learned that it's not something to be afraid of because with each change and each season, I've grown. My husband and I like to call it the school of life. As an entrepreneur and a mom of six, my mornings start quick and early, but I've learned that what I consume in the morning really sets the tone for my day. And yes, I am talking about saving the scrolling for later in the day, but I'm also talking about a healthy morning latte for heightened focus and smooth, long-lasting energy. It can seem overwhelming with endless options when it comes to choosing your daily bevs. So why not fuel your mind while you fuel your body, while you skip the jitters and afternoon crash? I've been using Clever Superfood Latte Blends this past year as I made adjustments to focus on my health, and I am not turning back. Each Clever Blend contains three powerful adaptogens, 500 million heat-safe probiotics, and healthy superfoods wrapped up in a decadent oat milk latte. Just add water, froth, and voila! A couple of my faves are the mocha and chai, but there are many delicious ones to choose from. So go to cleverblends.com and use my code FRESHMOMMY15 for a discount just for you. That's C-L-E-V-R-B-L-E-N-D-S dot com and code FRESHMOMMY15. So here's the takeaway. With all of that said, all of these stories, dreams can be scary. Big goals, yes, they can be downright chilling. The effort in starting something new or trying again or even facing something that we're not sure what it is, that's hard. But here's what else I know. We can do hard things. You can do hard things. As you take stock of your goals, I hope you look at them with renewed vigor. I hope you jump at the chance and ride when it's scary. I hope you just start. Start something somewhere. From the little steps to the big ones, 
keep putting one foot in front of the other towards that objective because you won't end up anywhere that you want to be if you're not moving. And sometimes we don't know how amazing something truly is until we try it. At the end of our horse ride, after an hour of Skylar waxing on about how amazing it was, he concluded that he wanted to have his own ranch full of the very thing that used to scare him, horses. And as for me and the whole health scare that had me crying in the middle of a restaurant full of people, this past year has been incredible for my health. I've been working to balance and regulate my hormones. My energy and my creativity have been coming back. My skin has been the clearest it's ever been in my entire life, which I guess is a fun side effect of this journey, this health journey that I've been on. And I am no longer scared of what the lab results might say. I know that there's always a solution, an answer. I just have to be willing to move forward and to look for it. You might be feeling the fear, the fear of loss, the fear of change, the fear of responsibility, fear of changing your body, whatever it is, I'm imploring you to write it down. Whether you pause this, pull out your phone and the notes app, grab a pen and paper, but write it down and allow yourself to feel the feelings. This doesn't remove the fear But this process helps to create a shift in your mindset about that fear. Sometimes those feelings may return, but you get to choose how you feel, and that's the best part. So here's a few ways to move forward through that and begin to walk in purpose. Fear doesn't have to be a stop sign. It's just data. It allows you to feel and then choose your next step. So here's what we need you to do. When you're feeling those feelings, when you're feeling paralyzed, Acknowledge how you feel by answering these questions. First, what is this fear saying to you? What kind of data can you collect from it? Just look at it as data. It really changes the game. Then, what is true about this feeling? Sometimes there's truth in it. For me and those tears that came from those fears about my health, it was because the truth in it was something was off. But also ask yourself, what is a lie about this feeling? A lot of times we go into all of these stories and diatribes about something that isn't even true or it is not factual. So look at the data. What is this fear saying to me? What is true about this feeling? And what is a lie about this feeling? And then move to overcome these feelings by answering a couple of questions. First, I want you to remember a time in your life when you were brave. And that can be something big or small, but just a time in your life while you felt brave. What was true about that time in your life? And then ask yourself, what would brave look like right now? For me, being brave looked like taking those next steps, seeking out a doctor that could help, or maybe a few of them, (laughs) starting lab work, all of that. So that dream that you're too afraid to say out loud I want you to say it anyway. If we let the fear of being judged by others, which is fear, and I would say I have absolutely have and have walked in that myself, but if we let that dictate our future plans, hmm, I wouldn't be checking off big dreams like right here, starting this podcast to encourage you off of my bucket list. So no matter how big or small it may seem, breathe life into what's possible for your future by verbalizing it. And that's some homework I have for you today. Sometimes it's so much easier when you can walk hand in hand with someone. And sometimes it's so much easier. It takes away some of the fear or the power from that fear by verbalizing the dream, the goal, or what it is that's scaring us. And especially with someone else, 
For me, that step of sharing it, it was vulnerable and crying at the table with a friend, which I hadn't planned on doing or else I probably wouldn't have been at this cool brunch spot. (laughs) But the act of just sharing that with someone else and having them support me by saying, okay, now what's your next step? Was the kicker I needed to move past that first little step of fear and get moving. And that's what I want for you today. I want you to breathe life into what's possible for your future by verbalizing it. So go ahead. And if you're feeling extra excited, proclaim that dream of yours and share it with me. I want to encourage you in this. So you can share it with me on Instagram at Tabitha Blue or at Radiant Womanhood. We've just begun a new year and it is time to lift each other up. That's what I want for you this year. So again, breathe life into what's possible for your future. Let's do this. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Radiant Womanhood. If you want more, head on over to radiantwomanhood.com for show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could take a few moments to rate and review the show. Don't forget to hit the follow button to stay updated on our latest episodes. Friend, I love hearing from you. So shoot me a DM at Instagram at Radiant Womanhood or at Tabitha Blue to carry on the conversation. And if you believe the remarkable women in your life could benefit from this episode, share the link with them to spread the love. Until next time, friend, keep shining.